You're listening to the Bible Nerd Podcast, a weekly show where we're exploring the world of the Bible, helping you fall more in love with Jesus, and building a thoughtful defense for the Christian worldview. I'm your host, Steve Schramm. Welcome to the show. Hello and good morning. Excited to be back with you for another week here on the Bible Nerd Podcast. I hope it finds you doing awesome. Before we dive in, I just wanted to make you aware of a resource that we've recently re-released. You can go get that at steveschram.com slash battle. It's called The Battle for the Beginning, and it's actually a four-lesson email course that we're going to send you that kind of details my position on the issue of origins and which view of origins I think is correct and why that's the case. So if that's a topic you're interested in, that's subject matter that you really uh, love to learn new information on, I would love for you to check that out, steveschramcom slash battle and see what we have to offer for you there. Well, today I want to speak to you for a moment on the subject of um, what we love will defend. What we love will defend. What brought this to mind is I'm, I'm working on... Um, a new book project, and I've been working on it for the last few months or so. Um, actually, for probably longer than that, probably getting close close down to a year. Uh, but I've, I've again, I've had to take some time off from ministry stuff, and so I've just been filling in the gaps where I could. And I've recently been working on it again. And uh, the issue, of course, came up again about having to defend the Bible. Sometimes you have to defend the Bible from skeptical attacks, and you have to uh, help others understand that the the biblical worldview is one that's rooted in truth. It's grounded in uh, reality, the reality of our experience. And I was just reflecting on the fact that some people you know, don't really think that we should defend the Bible or um, that we should have to defend the Bible. Actually, ironically, that is one of the skeptical attacks that comes up, right? They say, well, if, if the Bible is what you say it is, right, then you shouldn't even have to defend it. This, this is, you know, this is something that should defend itself. It should be so obviously true that you shouldn't need it. You know, does, does the Bible really need apologists? And sometimes, Christians, you know, tend to have this mindset. They they have this mindset of, well, I don't really need to defend the Bible. Uh, the Bible's good enough for me. It was good enough for Grandma. It was good enough for the Apostle Paul. Uh, amen. And we'll just uh, not worry about that, and we could just go on living our own quiet and peaceable lives. And of course, there is a time. Um, there is, uh, you know, it is talked about in Scripture that we live a quiet and peaceable life. We do have that admonition, right? We are to be people who are not, um, you know, raising Cain in the world, so to speak, okay? We we need to be um, people who are uh, seen for our compassion, seen for our gratitude, seen for our, you know, all of these qualities that, that would go towards living that quiet and peaceable life. But there's a time to stand up, right? There's a time to defend, what you love. There's a time to put an attacker in his or her place. And uh, I was just thinking about some analogies that might be useful for us, especially for those of us who maybe were a little apprehensive uh, about uh, you know defending the faith, about defending the Christian worldview. You know, why is it that we would be this way? And so I was thinking about this, like what we love, we'll defend. We're willing to stand up and defend those things that we love. For example, our family our family. If somebody was attacking your family, whether it be verbally, whether it be physically, God forbid, or whatever the case may be, if somebody's attacking your family, you are going to offer whatever defense possible 
for them. In fact, it, it may even be the case that you are going to step well out of your comfort zone. Maybe you would, you know, you're not the confrontational type or whatever it may be, right? But you're going to step out of that mindset because you're going to want to defend your family from attack because it's something that's important to you. The same is also true of freedom. You know, I live here in the South. I live in North Carolina, and I am a strong conservative. Most of the people I associate with are strong conservatives, whether they're from the South or not. But of course, down here, it's a really big deal. Um, our uh, American culture, our American heritage, uh, the values that this nation was founded on, it's a very, very big deal. So our freedom. Not only your family, but your freedom. Your freedom is something that oftentimes you are willing to stand up and defend, even if it has you stepping a little bit out of character, even if it makes you a little uncomfortable to do. You're like, no, our, this country was built and put together on these values and for a particular reason. And what you are doing right now goes against that. So you'll stand up, right? You'll defend, you'll defend against those bad ideas and bad attitudes because it's important to you. You love your country. You love your freedom. You believe freedom is worth fighting for. There are those who have literally died in order that you and I could have the freedom that we do. And you recognize that and you want to take part in defending that freedom in any way you can. What about friends? Here's another one. Yeah, I was going for another F word, right, to, to get uh, the alliteration uh, so you'd remember it. But it's just true, right? Like your friends. Your friends are another thing that you will stick up for. You will defend your friends. As long as what they um, are being attacked for is something defensible. In other words, it's not, you know, I mean, you're not covering for them because they've committed a crime or something like that. I'm not talking about that kind of thing, right? But, I mean, if your friends are being unjustly accused or attacked, what are you going to do? You're going to defend them. Why? Because you love them. You love your friends. You, you, you defend what you love. Anything you love, that's what you'll defend. So then let me ask you this question then. And this is the, the question that was going through my mind as I was working on this the other day, as I was writing this, uh, this section of this book. Do we love the Bible enough to defend it? I mean, I mean, do we love the Bible enough to actually learn what it would take to defend it? Do we know it? There's a convicting question, right? Do we, do we even know it? well enough to defend to defend it um it's interesting your your family you're able to defend them because you know them so well your friends you're able to defend them because you know them so well you you know that maybe what they're being accused of is not consistent with their character for example so maybe that's the kind of basis you go on and you defend them what about your freedom, right? It's hard to defend your freedom if you don't know why you have this freedom, if you don't know um, what, what price was paid so that you could have this freedom. So you can't defend that which you don't love and you can't defend that which you don't know. Do we love the Bible enough to defend it? Do we know the Bible enough to defend it? You know, it's a convicting thought and one that I want you to think about this week for self-reflection. It's one I've been thinking on too. I mean, I've, I've, you know, devoted so much of the last few years of my life to this concept of being able to defend the Bible and being able to think well and think clearly about issues of worldview. And still it convicts me. It's a convicting thought to me. You know, do I, do I study it? Do I, do I know it well enough to really defend it as well as I should? Uh, that's a, 
I think a very good question, one that we should be constantly thinking about and constantly um, should be on the forefront of our mind. What you love, you will defend. If you love the Bible, you'll defend the Bible. You'll defend the integrity of God. You'll defend the character of God. You'll defend the Christian worldview. You will fight against evil. You will fight against wrong in the world on the basis that the Christian worldview alone is true and has the hope for those in this world. All right, well, that's all I have for you this week. Thank you for your time. Again, by way of announcement, I'm just really excited about this uh, email course that we've released. You can get it by going to steveschramcom slash battle. And I am working on my next book, How to Fall in Love with the Bible. That's the working title. And I'm really excited about that. It's probably going to be a while yet before it's out, but I uh, am definitely excited about that. And also working on, uh, the, just so just this week, I finished up the audio book for my last book that I put out, God the Great Commission in you. And so I'm going to have uh, that available soon enough as well. So uh, I'm excited. God is allowing me to, to be able uh, to have the time to do some more work in ministry here uh, around the rest of the uh, things going on in my schedule. So um, I, I'm appreciative to start getting back into some of this and uh, just thankful for all that God's doing here. So God bless you, friends. I love you. And I will see you on the next one. <laughs>